you want to plan a Disney vacation but don't know where to start? Let the experts at FTM Travel customize a Disney vacation tailored to your family. FTM Travel has earned the distinction of being named a Disney earmarked agency with a dedicated team that is ready to help you with all of your Disney destination dreams. From Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Aulani in Hawaii, let our agents turn your vacation dreams into your dream vacation. Visit our website at www.ftmtravel, so that's F like fairy, T like trip, M like mother, or email us at info at ftmtravel.com. Be sure to mention that you heard about them on the Rebecca Enchanted podcast. Welcome to episode 54 of Rebecca Enchanted. I'm Rebecca Mitchell, your fairy pod mother. In today's episode, I speak with my friend Ashley, who's just returned from a, a short trip. So it was a quick trip for them. They planned it last minute within like a week of their, when they were going to go. And they experienced both Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And then they also did a VIP tour to help them cover... Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom all in one day. And you'll hear that um, obviously doing the VIP guide was extremely beneficial to them, especially for covering all of Hollywood Studios uh, with the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, In this episode, Ashley talks a little bit about using the Disability Access Service at Disney World. And uh, Ashley has been on the podcast before, and she talked about how the Disability Access Service works in at Disney World. And that was in episode 43, if you want to go back and take a listen to that. Uh, So without further ado, here's Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yes, I'm very excited to have you on again and hear all about your trip. Um, So we'll just dig right in. What, um, let's start with the logistics. Where did you guys stay? Who went with you? All that good stuff. So this was a pretty last minute trip that my parents kind of threw together with literally less than a week's notice, which has happened more than once in the past. So I'm not super surprised by that. And also to their defense, they usually... Um, actually take the kids this time my my kids this time of the year so I probably should have seen it coming uh, (laughs) and just assumed but you know we didn't and then what ended up happening was um, I'm the oldest of four kids my youngest sister is in college uh, as well and she happened to have a fall break over Columbus Day weekend Um, And then the way that my class schedule is this semester, I don't have class on Fridays or Mondays. So they said, you know, hey, we're thinking about taking the kids to go trick or treating at Disney on this weekend. And we are going to bring your sister. Um, And then my school schedule, it all worked out. So it was my parents, myself, my youngest sister, who is um, she just turned 20 and then my two kids. Oh, fun. Yeah. Good. And where did you guys stay? 
So we got to Florida Thursday night pretty late, and then we uh, got over to the Polynesian. So we stayed in a uh, two-bedroom ambassador suite in the Tonga building, which is right next door to the Great Ceremonial House. Mm-hmm. So we've stayed, we, we actually went to Disney just for one night in February when I was down um, in Florida for a beach vacation. We drove over for one day and stayed there. And that was the first time I'd stayed in the Polynesian in quite a while. So it was a little, it was nicer to be able to actually stay there for more than just the one night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not, not so in and out. Yeah. Right. Good. Good. And did the two bedroom suite work out well for you guys? Plenty of space. Yeah, it did. So my parents, you know, they had the one bedroom and then I had the other bedroom with the kids um, and there was plenty of space and suites work better for our family when we travel because we we do like to stay together uh, as close as we can. And it just is easier because you get the extra living space, not even just for the the bedrooms versus getting like just a bunch of hotel rooms, you know, next to one another. Um, mm-hmm. So the suites are nice because they fit all of us. Plus you get usually like the, a living room and a dining room. So space to spread out. Um, and then being in a concierge uh, building or room, we usually don't do breakfast. We'll just go and grab you know, fruit or cereal or something quick from the concierge lounge. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to have, you know, the dining space to just eat breakfast really fast before we leave. Yeah. Yeah. And get ready because you guys go, go, go. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm much more go, go, go. My family, um, because they don't have small children anymore. None of my siblings have kids. They tend to want to get up later and just sort of like mosey on you know into the park and I was like no we're we're up we're going (laughs) right we're awake what are we even doing not in the park yeah as my daughter likes to say whether we're at Disney or not the sun is awake so I'm awake (laughs) does she do that at night the sun has gone to bed and so must I no no of course not it's just and she does the whole like grab your eyelid just like in the movie so yeah she loves frozen all things frozen yeah yeah oh are you excited for side note excited for frozen too I bet yeah the the uh trailers it looks pretty intense I know right I know I'm super excited Um, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that story I know I know and the other thing I was thinking too total side note but I was like you know let it go was such a like major song and I'm like just waiting for that you know that next one to come along yeah Kristen Bell on her Instagram because I follow her on Instagram just released a trailer with not the entire song but there was in her caption to uh, this trailer with the song I had never heard before said, you know, I'm just letting you guys now you're going to be hearing the song over and over again as, as like, this is going to be the new let it go. So, okay. I'm going to go to her Instagram and we're done. I'm very excited. I follow her too. I don't know why it didn't come up for me, but, um, okay. Anyway, side note over. Okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's kind of talk about your days. Um, I know it was a last minute and kind of a quick trip. So, um, how did you kind of plan your days out? So we knew we were going to do Magic Kingdom on Friday because we had also purchased the 
Halloween party tickets for Friday night. Mm -hmm. So we um, went in Friday morning. Since we'd gotten in late Thursday night, we did, you know, kind of Friday morning. We get up a little bit later than normal and take it a little bit easier. Um, Plus, we knew we were going to be up late in that park with the Halloween party. So we got over to Magic Kingdom And I know I talked last time about the disability access service card program. Mm -hmm. So this time it was a little bit different. They actually moved where you go and, and sign up. Um, So even though we do it every time, it's only good for a certain amount of time. And then you have to, you know, go back in and get it essentially like renewed. Um, Mm -hmm. And so usually it's in city hall with all of the other guest service type of things. And so they moved it to the chamber of commerce building right Mm. next door to city hall, which was super nice because that was the only thing that they did in that building. So it was very fast. We were in in two minutes. It was so quick. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, versus having to stand in line with, you know, anybody who needs a, a guest service, you know, question or anything um so it was like a dedicated area which I thought was really nice yeah I, that's what I was gonna say because I, I I was when I was there in September I had to go to guest services um because well we forgot to get the sorcerers the magic kingdom card at the party and so I the next day when I went back and I thought of you guys because I thought oh my gosh people have to wait in this line mm-hmm. when they're when they're going to tell you they can't wait in line you know exactly and I, <laughs> And I, uh, I mean, it was, I was, you know, in line for quite some time. So I really thought of you guys. So that's good to know. Cause yeah, the chamber of commerce, they do, um, that's where they do package pickup at the end of the night too. So, oh, okay. um, so that's nice that they're using that building and that was like smart of them to move that over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. Very good to know. Yeah. Okay. So you guys got that squared away. Yep. Then- that's always the first thing we do right when we get there. Cause then we don't have to worry about it, uh, for the whole rest of our trip. So we, Um, you know, the big attractions that people try to log in early to get fast passes for, uh, those were all gone, obviously with only a week's notice, but, you know, we got fast passes lined up for everything other than the major coasters, I guess, in Magic Kingdom, um, and Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, exactly. So (laughs) those are the things that we use the disability pass for. Um, but yeah, for the, the day, um, we just went around did all, all the rides. We got a lot done even before the party started. Uh, I actually was able to get a Cinderella's Royal table reservation for dinner after a lot of diligence (laughs) on my part (laughs) that I was pretty excited about. Good. Had, had it been a while since you'd eaten there? So my husband and I took our kids when we went just for the day. We ate breakfast there like two years ago, but it had been before that it had been probably a decade since I'd eaten there. And so it's been a long time since I've eaten dinner there, like more than a decade. And it had also been a long time since my family had eaten there. So they were actually really pleasantly surprised with the food. And and so was I, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, breakfast from what I remember just two years ago is, is pretty, pretty standard breakfast Mm -hmm. fare. Um, Mm -hmm. But dinner was actually very good. They had a really great wine list. um, If anybody likes wine and it wasn't for as hard as it was to get the dinner reservation, it wasn't as busy inside as I thought it would be. When we went for breakfast, it was packed. 
mm-hmm. the day that we were there for breakfast. So even from the time that they called us back to when we, you know, wait in line to get picture with Cinderella to the time you get up to your table, like it was so busy that you couldn't sit down anywhere. Um, but it was, it was really calm. I don't know if they, because it was during the Halloween party, if they had just, you know, not booked as many reservations. Um, but it was actually a really, really nice experience. And then right after we ate, uh, we walked right out and the Halloween party had started. So the crowds had thinned out a little bit, which was nice. Nice. And what was your kind of, what did you mainly want to do during the party? Because as we know, you can't do it all. So right. what did you want to do? Yeah. My kids do not, especially my youngest right now, who's going to be three next month. Uh, they don't love characters. So I know a lot of people use those parties for the special characters, for the meet and greets that come out. Uh, we don't do that. So pretty much what we use it for is shorter lines on the rides. Mm-hmm. Um, and so piggybacking it with, you know, being there earlier in the day, we were trying mostly just to get as much done as possible because it was um, at the time we thought going to be our only day in Magic Kingdom in the park and having the two young kids, that's the park where they can really do the most, where there's the most rides for them. So we were primarily trying to get through as many rides as possible. We actually didn't even see the fire. We saw the fireworks actually as we drove in the night before from outside the park. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to watch the fireworks, but we ended up on rides, but I did get to see the parade at the end of the night, which was very cool. Yeah. Do you have it in your head? Boot to you and yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. not a huge parade person. I tend to avoid them during the day. Um, so I sort of begrudgingly watched it. And I was really pleasantly surprised. I thought it was super fun. Um, and I loved all the special characters they did and the music and all of that. So that worked out really well because we actually um, – everyone else in our party had gone back so it gotten really late and everybody was getting tired especially my youngest so I stayed with my son and to watch the parade and we caught it in Frontierland right where it starts like right Mm -hmm. where they literally walk out and then we ran as fast as we could after we saw the end of it to the front of the park and it hadn't ended at the front of the park in fact it had just gotten there so we were still able to watch the entire parade and get out before everyone else left to get back to the hotel before the crowds all all left Perfect so it worked planning. out really well mm-hmm. good yeah that's like you couldn't have done it any better if you tried right exactly and it wasn't even on purpose it was just happened to be where we were at yeah yeah I think that parade and that one and the Christmas one are just like to- well I really love parades but <laughs> I just think they're delightful you know they're just like really fun and I like the Halloween one with the grave diggers and, yes you know, is that they cool? were so they was so cool. That was actually my favorite part of the parade where they it makes the sparks mm-hmm. on the ground when they use their shovels. I thought that was super fun. Yeah, that's impressive, I think. Like it's just like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. Um okay. and I thought it Did... was really fun with uh the couple of rides that they change for mm-hmm. the Halloween party. My favorite one was Pirates because they actually put a few live actors in the ride. Yeah. Um, that interact with the boats as they walk by and they were actually really super funny so yeah. that was a fun surprise yeah and we kept going like are is that a real person wait yeah. is it <laughs> you like think everybody's a real person in there when, right. you, when you do it yeah yeah 
Um, so you did Pirates. Did you do Haunted Mansion? Um, Haunted Mansion's the only one we did not do. We tried all night long to see if my son would go on it, and he was definitely not about that. He kept saying it was going to give him nightmares. So we did skip oh. that one, mm-hmm. but we went on Space Mountain with the dark lights and the kind of spooky music that they they put in there. Mm-hmm. And as a side note to that, um, I didn't actually know this, and we found out by accident that even though during these ticketed events they don't obviously have fast pass open anymore they actually do still use and honor the disability services good so, i was gonna ask you yeah so you actually those are still working you still can go up and get return times because even though the rides are the lines are definitely shorter for instance space mountain when we had gone um it was still around 40 minutes i think of a wait time which is okay. better than it would be normally but it's still, you know, potentially for whatever your need is may or may not be doable. So we happened to find out like totally on accident. We were asking about something else and then it got brought up and they said, oh, yeah, we 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 still do that even during the party. So, mm-hmm. that OK, that's nice to know. really good to know. Um, good. OK, that was one thing. Another thing. Oh, I wanted to tell you too, Haunted Mansion. So if your son is ever ready when he's ready. <laughs> You can skip the stretching room, the the beginning part. Do you know that? Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. When you when you head in, you just tell them you need to skip that room, and you can skip that part, and you just go straight to where you walk onto the ride. Um, so, oh, that's head, a good idea. Yeah, heads up for anybody because the ride itself, they don't think is super scary, but that right. thing can be really scary. So, um, that might be something to try. You know, yeah. And, um, next time. So, yeah, that's a tip for next time. That's a good idea. He's been on it a bunch of times, but you know, kids, sometimes they're into stuff, sometimes they're not. And he was just determined. He's like, nope, not going on that one. Yep. Okay. And then you're like, okay. Yeah, I'm he's not all right. Cry, so. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. had already made him cry on Space Mountain because oh. he thought the music was going to be like extra scary. Mm-hmm. And we were like, it's not scary. So I was that mean mom. Yeah. Where everyone yeah. thought I was crazy because he was crying. And I was like, no, he's really fine. I promise. Right. He just, he thinks it's scary. It won't be, he'll love it. And of course he got off and he was like, that was so fun. I love that ride. Yeah, of course. Right. And you know, like, exactly. You knew. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So don't judge her everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Did you get to do any of the special photo pass things? We did. Yeah, we did a couple of them. Most of the ones we did were like right at the beginning of the park um, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's hard to divert. Yeah small children once they're they're inside and they're near all the rides to then pull them back and be like no we're gonna go you know wait in line to do pictures they're they're not super happy with that so we did do the ones up by the front okay good um yeah those are fun and especially when you know they're magic shots and the kids have no idea what it's gonna be you know right they're like Okay, I guess. Yeah, that is funny. Visible thing. Yeah, and they're like, act scared, and you're like, ooh, I wonder what that's gonna be. Yeah, that's the my favorite part. I love seeing what it is. Um, Okay, so that's another. Oh, did you get to trick or treat? We did. That was super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the lines for that were gonna be really long, and they were actually pretty good throughout the whole night. Uh, Nothing, you know, nothing was really. There was no wait. Um, for any of the trick-or-treating stuff beginning or end so I was surprised at the sheer volume of candy they pass out it is a lot it's so much candy 
Yes. I have a client who took like a whole suitcase home full of candy. Oh, I believe <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And I feel like I had one more question about the Halloween party. Oh, did you guys dress up? <laughs> so, no. I, my daughter had, we did bring her um, Elsa costume, but she wears that literally every day at mm-hmm. home so mm-hmm. that was nothing special for her but we thought it would be cute to wear to the party so we she was wearing that and we did we don't actually even now still have a halloween costume for my son so we did get him like a special event t-shirt and so he wore that and it was so i said this to somebody after i came back probably my favorite part of the halloween party as a whole was watching and looking at everyone else's costumes because I was shocked at the level of like extra that people go to with their costumes. It is crazy and it's amazing. It reminded me, I don't do like, like cosplay or um, any of the like expos for, you know, gaming and stuff like that. But that's what I imagine. It's like everybody, it's so professional and so intense and elaborate. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish I had an ounce of that. Like, I'm just like, throw me in a Halloween t-shirt. I'm good. You know, like if someone planned it for me, I could probably do it. But I just like, I have like a a writer's block or whatever when it comes to artist block, when it comes to that stuff. And to see like the groups of people with their group costumes. Those were the coolest ones. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It was so fun to look at that. Yeah. It gives you some motivation for next year, right? Yeah. I don't <laughs> think group. I could ever be that creative. Yeah, I know, right? Like, exactly as you said, they're, like, really professional-level costumes. There like, was a group in the monorail that we were in, like, going over to the park, and they were all these characters from Aladdin, and somebody was the magic carpet, and oh they gosh. had literally, like, woven a tapestry around their body, and... It, I, I can't even explain it. it's not going to do it justice but just it's that kind of stuff where I'm like I would have never even <laughs> thought of that no I don't have it oh that's so cool I love it okay so then you had an easy um trip back to the Polynesian did you take the monorail no so we we hightailed it out mm-hmm. and we caught the boat actually oh, good. which was super convenient and really nice and um because it's small so you're not like dealing there's just not as many people and it's you're not as squished um and it was nice because I didn't have my stroller with me so I didn't have to like you know fold that up and stuff that's usually why I like the monorails because you don't have to bother with the stroller but um Mm -hmm. for with my son it was perfect so we there the line wasn't long we got right on the first boat that came up and, and then we just went back to the marina, the Polynesian. So perfect. Couldn't, yep. again, couldn't have gone. I know it really, yeah. it really did work out super well. And it was funny because my family who had left early because, you know, they were like, my little one was melted down. They're like, we're tired. We don't need to see the parade. We're going to leave. We actually saw the whole parade. It got out and got back. And we only got back a couple minutes later than they did and they looked at us and they were like how did you get back here so quickly <laughs> just you know some parade magic exactly <laughs> oh good okay all right so that's friday so saturday i think you guys did epcot we did yes we did epcot um we spent more time in the front of the park than i am used to spending i try to get back into the world showcase basically as quickly as possible um 
So we spent, that park was super busy just in general, it being a Saturday and a weekend and a holiday weekend and food and wine festival. So there were long wait times kind of for everything and just lots of people. And I knew about the construction going on, but it was crazy to see it in real life and how much of that park right now is, is seriously like it's a major construction zone. So, um, so we did a lot of, we took our time doing all of the rides. Um, we ate at Coral Reef for lunch, which is one of my favorites to do with the kids. And the kids love that aquarium. I know. I mean, that is a, like a real fan favorite because of that aquarium. It really is. We had, there. it was fun. This has happened before a couple times, but they had some scuba divers in there while we were eating. And they were interacting with all the people at the tables, which was funny to watch. Cute. I like that. Yeah, um, it was cute. What fast, were you able to get decent fast passes for Epcot? Um, We got, I'm trying to remember which one we ended up getting. Uh, out, we did Frozen because, you know, they do the two categories. So they mm-hmm. have basically, you're only allowed one good fast pass. Right. And right, right. everything else doesn't really matter. Um, so we ended up getting Frozen at, late at night. Um, and then we used, you know, the, the return times for the rest of it. But it was funny because my daughter, who, again, like is still two, she's not even three yet. Um, the last time we went, she wasn't quite... 38 inches yet and this time she was 40 inches so we did a bunch of the 38 inch height requirement rides for the first time like seven doors mine train which was I don't recommend taking a two-year-old on that in hindsight (laughs) that was even though she was like well over the height limit and we asked her ahead of time we're like do you want to do this she was watching it we're like it goes really fast and we tried to prep her and she was all gung-ho and then in hindsight, it was maybe a little too early. Um, so. Yeah, like tall enough doesn't always mean. Exactly. That it's, but you don't know until you try. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So at Epcot, though, she was because she was 40 inches, she was able to do Test Track and Soren. <gasps> what did she think? So she loved Test Track up until the very end with the super fast outdoor part. Uh, mm-hmm. She wasn't, she was, I think she was just confused about what was going on. Like, why is it going so fast? And why isn't there a roof on my car? And, right. um, and then Soren, I forgot, it, I guess it's been a while since I've been on that ride. Um, I don't love how they do the transitions between the scenes where stuff like flies at your face. Oh, and I forgot yeah. how much that happens. So that was that she hated it. So huh. at first it was okay. And she got through the first like one or two scenes. And then after that kept happening where we're like stuff, fly, you know, since the 3d show where mm-hmm. it flies at your face, then, um, then she just screamed and wanted to bury her head in, in my side. So she was totally fine with the, you know, going up high in the glider and she was fine with the sensation of you know it's supposed to be like you're flying but she didn't love the scene transitions with those things flying at you I never which thought I can't, of that yeah which I can't really blame her for I, I didn't even notice it until I saw it was bothering her and then I was like wow this actually happens a lot in this you know movie mm-hmm yeah, like thinking about the whale that jumps up. and Exactly. You know, and you think you're going to get sprayed with water, but you don't. And, right, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know. And the 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 kites. Yeah, I never thought of that, huh? 
Okay. Well, that's a good warning, I think, for people. Yeah, that's another one. Like, just because the height requirement, it's just little things you might not think of. And some of these, you you really, like, don't know how your kid is going to react until you, you know, try it. Um, the nice thing is, though, it, it's not super long. So right. if they are, like, uncomfortable or, you know, not loving it, it's over pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, at least she got to try it, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So now she knows. Yeah. Um, okay, good. And I'm glad you're able to get a frozen fast pass. Usually Upcot, you can still get, I mean, because obviously, you know, they have the tier. Um, you can still usually get one of those tier one, mm-hmm. which is all you're allowed. Um, so that's not as hard as some of the other ones yep. to get. Um, and my family so. had never been on that ride before. So, on Frozen? Yeah, I had been on it with my kids before, but they had never been on it. And so it was fun for them, both my parents and my sister, uh, to see it. And they were, like, really impressed. My sister kept saying, even the queue line, um, mm-hmm. she was like, wow, this is so cool in here. So that was nice. That's one of my absolute favorites, um, mm-hmm. even though it's just kind of a, you know, it's kind of a kiddie ride, but I just love it. So, um Good. Okay. And so that was Saturday and now Sunday. Talk, let's talk about Sunday. So Sunday was way different than we've ever done before. Um, because for the first time ever, we decided to do the VIP tour service. So we left Hollywood studios and animal kingdom to do in one day. Um, and we did that on Sunday. So we figured with the tour, not only would Hollywood studios be crazy in general with galaxy's edge, just opening. So we knew that was going to be a busy park anyway. Um, also then to try to do two parks in one day, it just would be too hard with our group and the kids and everything. So doing it this way with the tour, we figured we could get everything done and we were able to, and it was really awesome. Okay. So let's start at the beginning of the day. I, this is, this is the money part. This is what we were excited to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a cast member named Karen, uh, who was the best. And we, we didn't request anybody. We just randomly got paired up with her and then found out later. She actually only does tours part-time. Uh, she works in the office the other half of her time so she said that she doesn't even do that many tours anymore and most of the tours she does are return clients that book her like months in advance so we just really like lucked out completely um but we got karen and she met us at 9 a.m in front of the polynesian and picked us up in you know a big black car that fit Mm -hmm. all of us because they arranged that for you. They know how big your party is ahead of time. And it was nice because they also, you can request car seats and booster seats and things ahead of time. And they have it already installed and ready to go. um, So that it's very simple and you just, everybody hops in the car and the way that it works is you, you totally get to engineer your day however you want. So you don't have to give them an itinerary ahead of time. Uh, they need to know a couple things ahead of time, but everything else is super flexible and they can just kind of do whatever you want all day long. So you have to use them for a minimum of seven hours at a time. Karen told me that typically most of her tours are like nine hours. She said is about the average that most people 
we'll book her for a day. Um, so we started at 9am at the pollination and then we, we started the day at Hollywood studios. So it's really cool because they drive you through the back. So you enter in the park through it. I mean, you look like you're just in like a shipping receiving area of a very nondescript, you know, industrial park. Yeah. And then they pull right up and scan your magic bands and basically you turn a corner and for Hollywood studios, you enter in right next to rock and roller coaster. Yeah. So you're, you're just like, you turn a corner and you're just like in the park. And my sister said it reminded her of, um, universal studios where you turn the corner into Harry Potter world and you're just, it's like a big white building that doesn't really look like anything. And then you turn the corner and it's like, bam, you're in there. And you're like, yeah, how did that Hogwarts. happen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She said, she was like, it's the exact same thing. You're just like nowhere. And then all of a sudden you're in there and it's just yeah. like right around a corner. You don't even know it. Right, right. Good. Okay. So what did you guys want to do at Hollywood Studios with her? So we pretty much did most everything. I mean, Hollywood Studios, we... We started with Rock and Roller Coaster. Not everybody went on it, um, but the people that could go on it went on it. And that one was a super nice ride. Some of the, I would say the majority of the rides, um, she just walks into the Fast Pass line with you. So you, it's, you know, basically just a Fast Pass for everything. But there were a handful of rides or experiences where they actually take you through like a weird back door of the ride and get you like right on the ride where you don't wait in any line and mm-hmm. rock and roller coaster is one of those okay so you like some of the rides it was neat because you got to like go in and see back room stuff um yeah it was really neat so we started with rock and roller coaster and we just kind of made our way around the park i was i said to somebody afterwards that the thing that I most noticed about it, because we, with, when we travel with our kids, which is basically all the time, we actually haven't done a solo adult trip. Um, well, I went to my sister's bachelorette party, but my, my husband and I haven't done a solo adult trip since we've had our son. So because we have the disability pass with him, we don't wait necessarily in super long lines in the queue line. Um, but because we're slaves basically to the clock all day between dining reservations and return times and fast pass times. Um, You're hopping back and forth and back and forth to all of these times and reservations. And so what having this VIP tour we were able to do is just go in order of how the park is laid out. Um, So there was a lot less running around, a lot less chaos. And it was just like, do you want to go on this? All right. Like, let's go in here. Um, Right. So like you just walk past nice. and say, yep. oh, yeah, we're going to go on it. Yep. yep. Does yeah. anybody want to go here? All right, let's go in. If not, we're moving on to the next thing. So it mm-hmm. was really nice where I didn't feel like I was constantly staring at my phone all day, you know, checking, uh, which have we used all of our fast passes? Are there any more left? What time is is what? Where do we go now? Um, mm-hmm. We just got to enjoy kind of being in the moment mm-hmm. and and really focus on enjoying each other's company and um, looking around at the park and just like taking time to notice things we didn't notice before. So that was really nice. Yeah. Then, just like 
not worrying about anything. Like you, exactly, because it's taken care of. You don't have yeah. to worry about it. Yeah. Yep, it really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And then we um, obviously it was really nice. We went into Galaxy's Edge, which was packed. Mm. It was there were so many people in there. Um, not not like necessarily too many. It just was very busy. Uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, admittedly. So. Well, I thought I was going to have this, like, big, even though I'm not really a Star Wars fan, like, this big, how I felt when I, first time I walked into Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't have that feeling. However, my dad said that he wished he could have, like, gone back in time to his seven-year-old self and, like, transported <laughs> that person into present day because, like, he was like, I would have freaked out if yeah. my seven-year-old self could be here. Now my dad's a huge Star Wars fan, so that was really awesome for him. And he was, you know, totally all about it. So we went through that whole world and we were able to meet him and my son met Darth Vader, which was pretty funny. I have a video of them. Darth Vader was actually kind of scary. If you've never done that before, it's a little intimidating. I was sitting off to the side recording it on video, but um, my son was standing there, like didn't know what to do because Darth Vader was, you know, being his scary self. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was funny. And then we did the new big ride that's open there, uh, Smuggler's Run, which was mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah, I really like it. And I imagine for your dad to be like actually flying the Millennium Falcon is pretty right. cool. <laughs> yeah. That was another one my daughter was tall enough to ride and in hindsight probably shouldn't have. It was a little intense for her. Um, not, none of us had gone on it before, so we had no idea what it was going to be like. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I guess if I had to describe it, it's a 10 times cooler version of mission space. Right. With a Star Wars theme. Exactly. I think it's kind of like Star Wars and mission space together, but like what you, what you do, you have to actually push, like what you do makes a difference in the, in the ride, you know? So like. Like Mission Space, if you don't hit your button, it's fine, you know, but um, the car is bigger, which is a big deal Mm -hmm. for people. Like, I don't really like to be in small, tight spaces. So Mm -hmm. I liked that the car that they put you in is very spacious and you don't feel like claustrophobic being in it. But it's very um, intense and it really does react to what is going on with the people that are pushing the buttons or steering the car. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you really, it's, it's very realistic feeling. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I, I was very impressed by it. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I'm not the biggest star tours fan and I get some like motion issues on that mm-hmm. one. But I, I think because you're so involved in this one, like I didn't, the motion didn't even occur to me cause I was just trying to do my job. I was like the left pilot and mm-hmm. so I controlled our side to side and I, I didn't quite understand the concept. So I was being yelled at by my co-pilot who was my friend (laughs) my friend John who's um, been on the podcast before and he was kind of yelling at me to do things um so so I feel like I need to go on it again because (laughs) I was not um I was in the moment but now I don't even remember it (laughs) right yeah Yeah. it was really fun though and I don't know if you've heard anything or a lot about the ride that's opening the other big ride there and that's opening in December but Mm -hmm. uh Karen told me you know, that it's supposed to be way cooler and it's the bigger of the two rides and everybody's really excited for it to be opening. She was kind of explaining the concept of it a little bit. Um, but that also sounds really awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll yeah. go back at some point to ride that. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be, um, you know, like nothing we've ever seen before. And, you know, kind of the the flight of passage of the two of them, you know, as far as intensity and, and immersiveness and everything. So yeah, I'm super excited. She was saying that there's going to be potentially like scene changes, like parts where you'll You'll have to like, you'll be in a car, then you maybe have to get out, like physically move to a different area in the middle of your ride. Wow. So, so yeah, she, she was saying some of the things and it sounded really intense. Like you said, nothing that they've ever done before. So Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I'm very excited to go back. Um, Okay. So you did your Batu, your visit to Batu, and Mm -hmm. then did you do Toy Story Land after that or before that? Um, we did Toy Story Land before that, actually, right after we got off Rock and Roller Coaster, basically, we went to Toy Story Land, which was super fun. My sister mm-hmm. had been on the Slinky Dog Coaster before, but my parents and I and the kids had not. I've never even been in Toy Story Land at all. So that oh. was super fun for me. That actually, I probably liked that world more than Star Wars. I know that's probably not going to be the the popular <laughs> opinion, but I connected way more with that. So I thought that was super fun. And that is also, I mean, I think it's pretty immersive there and they do a good job with the theming. Um, so we did the Slinky Dog Coaster and then the the Saucer Spin Ride with the aliens. My son was really excited to do that one. So we have some cute videos from that ride. Cute. Um, yeah, I thought I agree with you on Toy Story Land. Um, I mean, I just think it's so immersive and adorable. And um, OK, so did your daughter do OK on Slinky Dog Dash? She didn't go on it. So that okay. was, we, we same thing as we did with the Seven Dwarfs. She was tall enough to go and we walked up to it and we were showing it to her and let her watch it for a minute. And we were like, what do you think? Do you want it? We call it, I don't remember what called it. The, you know, dog roller coaster or something. And and she went, nope. Nope, nope. Nope. And we were like, all right, you're not going on. So that was, you know, that's kind of a plus also to the VIP uh, guides or cast members with you is you don't have to worry about child swap. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you want to go on things multiple times, you can. But that was the first ride of the day where, um, you know, after she said no and we were looking at each other as a group like okay who's gonna stay off with her you know this time and then who wants to go on next time and you know this that and the other thing and Karen was like uh or I could just stay off with her (laughs) and and wait here and you all can go on it together and we were like oh that's a good idea (laughs) so smart Karen (laughs) exactly thanks Karen (laughs) oh your little fairy godmother I love it and she seriously was so awesome with our kids just in general and their personalities and we laughed by the end of the day my sister said to me that Brayden had a new Disney mom and it was not me. It was Karen because they liked oh. her way more than they liked me. Of course. And she yeah. cried when she left and said goodbye for the night. And it was really cute. Oh, I love that. Um, oh, did your daughter ride Tower of Terror? No. No, my son didn't ride that either. The, he's okay. not done Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror before. Um, okay. He has actually gone on an Upside Down Roller Coaster before. So I thought maybe he would want to try Rock and Roller Coaster, but he, same thing as Haunted Mansion, he was just like, nope, I yep. don't feel like I want to do that this time. And so we were like, all right, that's fine. That's, I, Tower that's of Terror is probably my favorite ride of any park. 
Mm-hmm. I just I love it. I think it's super fun. No one else wanted to go on it with me. So I made my sister go on it. And she was <laughs> not happy. And then I made Karen go on it. So the three of us <laughs> went on the ride together. And Check you yeah. later, guys. <laughs> so I was like, let's go, everybody. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know if you I, I think I talked about it on a podcast, but my I was I'm terrified of Tower of Terror like really? I like I get uh, like I've had to leave the line I get like severe uh, like anxiety about it and but I still love it but I it scares me and so when I was there in December with my brother-in-law he said stop holding on put your hands up and I was like okay I put my hands up it's a whole different ball game like mm-hmm. i I was always holding on for dear life and I got nervous if I was going to go up or down and I didn't know. And then now, like, I feel so free. I just put my hands <laughs> up. It's all good. Like, I'm okay if I don't do Tower of Terror, but now at least I have like a coping mechanism. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it definitely makes a difference because they do, each ride is different because it's like mm-hmm. computer, you know, there's formulas and algorithms and each ride is unique, um, how they do the drops. So my sis, I, I don't have a problem anyway that it does it. My sister said this, the ride that we happened to go on this last time, they did a lot more of the long, big drops versus the short, like mm-hmm. up and down ones. And mm-hmm. she said for her, the long ones are actually better. So she got off and she was like, I didn't really mind that at all. Um, yeah. But when it but does you can't the, like, lots of, exactly, you don't know <laughs> yeah. what you're getting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and I think that's what the anxiety part for me because like I, you know, other rides, I'm like, okay, I know we're going to do this and this and this, mm-hmm. and and that. I think because I like cannot predict what it's gonna what's gonna happen. I think that's what gets me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're a braver girl than me, but <laughs> I love that ride. It is yeah. seriously, it's my favorite. I love it. Um, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy um, at Disneyland because there's no uh, like pre-show type part. I mean, there's still the standing pre-show, but once you get on that ride, they're like up, down, up, down, and there's music the whole time, but you don't have all that anticipation, you know? Oh, that's the best part, though. The pre-show. Come on. Oh, I'm getting like heart palpitations (laughs) just thinking about it. So, um, so like Guardians of the Galaxy, I could do 20 times more than the other one, but yeah, now I'm, now that I'm a hands up kind of girl, I can, I can do Tower of Terror a little bit more now, I think. Yeah. Karen was saying that it drops faster than the speed of gravity. <gasps> so that's why if you hold a quarter in your hand, I, I did know this part. If you like held a quarter or something in your hand, it'll levitate like above mm-hmm. your hand. It's because mm-hmm. you're dropping faster than gravity is. She said it's like one and a half times faster or something like that. That was the other cool thing about the, you know, the cast members. It's their job to know like an immense amount of Disney trivia, which was perfect for myself and my son, because that's what we're most into is Mm -hmm. weird Disney trivia about the parks and the rides. So having somebody there to like bounce stuff off of and to learn new things was really cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, what a dream job to be able exactly. to, to do that and to tell people everything that you know. I love it. Now, did like, you have to like ask her things or would she just volunteer things? Um, I probably both. I one of the other things that I did not know, but weirdly enough, my son knew this, and I was like, I don't know what weird YouTube video you watched to know this, <laughs> but in Dinosaur in Animal Kingdom, 
where you're loading onto your Jeep, where you're like, it looks like you're in a factory and there's pipes and stuff around. Mm -hmm. Um, The pipes are color coded red, white, and yellow. And they have these weird like chemical formulas on them. Mm -hmm. And so apparently those are the chemical formulas for ketchup, mayonnaise, and mustard, because I guess the ride was originally sponsored by McDonald's. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so like, those are just things you would never know, like unless right. you're my seven-year-old or a Disney VIP guide. Right. Oh, that's so cool. I'll have to check that out next time I'm there. And, and there's something like that everywhere in every oh, ride, Yep. you know, yeah. And the hidden I mean, Mickeys and, and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, so for Hollywood Studios then, um, probably what time do you think you left there? We wrapped up in less than three hours, basically Incredible. the entire park. It was, Incredible. I mean, we didn't do a hundred percent of what was there, mm-hmm. but we did basically everything. We did everything that we would have wanted to do if we were going to just go there on our own and spend the day there. Like we hit all of our our to-do items off of that list. And we did all of the big rides. And so that was really convenient. Awesome. So it was perfect timing because then it was like lunchtime. So she had Mm -hmm. said at the beginning of the day, um, because we were transitioning to a different park midday, which fell right around lunchtime. um, Did we have a preference whether we wanted to eat in a park? Like we were just going to grab something quick or Mm -hmm. did we, did we care where we ate? And we said we didn't care. So she recommended which I would have never have thought to have done this. Uh, We drove to Art of Animation and ate lunch in their cafeteria. It's so so good. Yeah. She was saying that it's like one of her favorite quick service places because it has a lot of options and like a lot of fresh options. And she said for, especially for if you have a bigger party or you just want to break from the crowds to go eat and use that time to be like in a resort during the day where it's not crowded and you don't have to fight people for seating and the lines Mm -hmm. aren't long to grab food and things like that. So we were able to kind of take like a break from the crowds and, and everything and go like have a quiet lunch at our animation. And I've never been there before. So it was kind of fun to go in and see what that looked like in person yeah, it's really, really neat. Like mm-hmm. the, the animation cells and the coloring. It's yeah, right. very neat. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, then my kids wanted to go play and they wanted yeah. to go like see the hotel. And we we're like, no, that's not why we have a guide with us to go right. wander art of animation. Right. They don't quite get that part. <laughs> no. But yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I, yeah, exactly like she said, I think that they have some like really interesting options, things that are just, you know, not your typical theme park standard food. And um, so that was a good choice. Yeah, we had like a, I had a teriyaki rice bowl with chicken and mm-hmm. like, and veggies and it was really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then she took you over to uh, Animal, Animal Kingdom? Yes. So then we went in Animal Kingdom. Um, I forgot where we entered in at Animal Kingdom, but it was somewhere again, like not in the front. So they drive you to the back and you walk in and you're is it right in the park. Is it Pandora? Like, oh, you know what? I think it was actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was one of the first things we did was the river, the river ride once we got into the park. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were back there. I had done the river uh, Navi River Journey, I think is what it's called, before, but we had, I'd not ever done Flight of Passage. 
So, (laughs) yeah, so we did flight of passage. And by this point in the day, um, obviously, we'd gotten to know Karen better and Karen had gotten to know my kids better. And so she even volunteered because my son, um, I was a little apprehensive because I kind of understood the idea of the ride. And I didn't know if he was going to like I didn't know if he was going to like it or if it was going to be too much. And since I hadn't gone on it yet, I couldn't really judge that. We did. She took him over to, she had the idea to take him over. They have like a seat at the front Mm -hmm. of the line. So you can get a feel for like how the seat motorcycle thing works. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he sat in it and we put the back rest up against him. And he was like, no, I don't think I like this. So she actually took both my kids, which we all warned her, like, are you sure you want to do this? And she was like, most of the large groups that I take care of have like four plus kids in them. So there's just two, like, it'll be fine. And I was like, all right, see you later. I might come back. I might not. I don't know. Right. right. <laughs> you have fun with them. Exactly. All day. <laughs> if, if you've got this handled, I'll just leave them with you for a while. <laughs> so we went on flight of passage and that was like a mind trip. Like I got off of it and I was like, I don't even understand what just happened. And I had to like process it. <laughs> yeah. It was really wild. It is. And it's like, I, I mean, to me, I just think that it's, I, I it defies explanation. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's so incredible. And the, how be- it's beautiful. It and is. Thrilling. And it's everything. What I'd said I appreciated about it is they didn't try too hard to force a storyline. You just because really like the whole reason any of us are going on that ride is to 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 see and feel how cool it is with the 4D experience Mm -hmm. um, and to be, you know, feel like you're being transported to just fly around and look at Pandora. And so I liked that they didn't try to distract from that by like putting in a weird you know, cheesy storyline of, of a ride. You really just got on there and you just looked into all these different scenes, just flew around mm-hmm. and it was so cool. Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm so glad you got to ride it. Yeah. We actually ended up doing it a second time. All the, all the adults did it. We were like, we'll go on that again. That was fun. I am so, so glad you did while you had her, you exactly. know, because that's not always an option. No, so it, and it, we, did. I, we did the river ride twice, too, for the same. Mm-hmm. Like, my daughter loves that one. So mm-hmm. she just, and it, speaking of the Disney knowledge again, so Karen sat behind me with my son and spent the entire ride. She knew every single plant and animal, like the, <sighs> the actual Pandora name of the plants and animals and what they did and what ate what and what grows you know other things and so she sat the entire ride and was like this is you know this kind of weird flying lizard and and it eats these eggs and the the banshee eggs and like you know this does this and so that was fun what a gift my I'm like my mouth my jaw is wide open (laughs) like that's amazing yeah she knew a lot about Pandora specifically that's so cool. So what did, do you know what she did with them when you guys were on Flight of Passage? Because there's so much to explore. There is. So both times that we came off of it, she was actually in the gift shop um, with them. I don't know what they did. I'm assuming they weren't in the gift shop the whole time. But when mm-hmm. it got to be like ready for us to walk off, they were, there's the, you can like bead your own necklaces mm-hmm. and just as like a sensory thing. 
my son likes to go to those stations like you know they have them everywhere where you can make your own necklaces with all the beads and stuff he likes to just like play with the beads Mm -hmm. so it was cute though because they had other cast members were like with her and my kids and they were all talking to each other and interacting with each other and one of the cast members that worked in the store was you know as we were leaving was like Brayden it was so nice to meet you like you know here's a special card and you know take this with you and um so it's cute to see like just how nice all of the cast members are yeah oh that's so sweet good okay so yeah I'm sure they have plenty of fun um without you guys because it does take quite a bit of time it does yes it Mm -hmm. does yeah the pre-show is like really long but cool but long yeah 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 Yeah. and it's all to you know I think obviously to make you feel like you're not waiting but you still are waiting exactly yeah but at least you're getting somewhere um okay good so after um Pandora where did you guys head in the park I I'm pretty sure we did the uh safari next that's that makes a favorite with you know everybody and my kids and and all It, it that's always fun because it's like Tower of Terror, it's different every time you go on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it you sure never is. know what you're going to see and and what's going to be out. And so we like to do that one for sure. And um, yeah, and I think I'm trying to remember, we did, we went and met Minnie and Mickey. That's one of the, the few character spots. Most, you don't get priority uh, with character spots. Mm-hmm. So there's very few places in the parks where having a guide is beneficial if you want to meet characters so meeting Minnie and Mickey was one of the few ones that we could get in so we went and met Minnie and Mickey which was perfect because we didn't want to spend a lot of time waiting in line for them if my daughter was just going to have an epic meltdown when it was our turn to go up and say hi to them she's we didn't know she was she's okay with uh like princesses because they're not in full costume but the full Mm -hmm. costume characters really she does not like but she actually did really well so that was good um we did dinosaur that was Mm -hmm. another one where you don't wait in any line they take you in these weird back rooms and they actually had you us walk in through the gift shop that you walk out of at the end and we had to wait in this creepy hallway with like (laughs) a weird flickering light it was and we were like by ourselves because she had to go and like talk to them to like let them know we were coming so we were all just sitting in this really weird hallway (laughs) and had no idea what was going on really adds to the ambiance yes it does (laughs) yeah good did your was your daughter able to do that one no we didn't take yeah. her on that one yeah even my son it's makes scary quote yeah it is he just went on that for the first time the last time we went to Disney so mm-hmm. and he still doesn't like he likes it because he's he is into like well he first loves dinosaurs just in general but then he he does like thrill rides now but that one in particular he really doesn't like the big dinosaurs at the end like scaring you so mm-hmm. he still makes me like cover his eyes during those parts. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I, I, I think the first couple of times I went on it, I still would like, scream. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's brave. So he does yes. it. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, did you guys do expedition Everest? Yes, we did. Um, my son again, didn't go on that. Um, said he didn't want to, but we, it was f- 
my dad actually stayed. Karen rode it both times with us. By that point mm-hmm. in the night, we were all good friends. So we were like, yeah. come on, don't don't stay off of it. Ride it with no, us. No, Karen gets to ride with me. <laughs> I know. She said that it's really common for little kids especially. Like, there will be times where the little kids will start to, like, prefer her over like their own parents or other people in their group and she Mm -hmm. has to lie to them and be like oh I can't go on these rides like sorry I'm not allowed on this one because she said she can tell it like hurts the parents feelings when their kids are like no I want to ride with Karen right (laughs) yeah I mean understandably right (laughs) yeah so I would have been like no go ahead please you go exactly (laughs) yeah we went on expedition Everest my dad had sat off with my son and then we got off and my sister really wanted to go on it again so then Mm -hmm. uh everyone else and I stayed off with my son and it was cute because he was eating ice cream and so we took that time to take a bunch of really goofy pictures of us eating ice cream (laughs) making funny faces but like that, what a memory, right. you know, y'all have, you always have that. I was, in fact, I was just reading an article or something and it said almost something exactly like that. Like you'll remember that time goofing around eating ice cream or something, you know, just about taking vacations mm-hmm. in general. That's cute. Um, okay. And what else did you guys cover some other things there? So we, that was getting close to the end of the night by that point, but we did get a reservation to eat at Tiffin's. So we, we ate at Tiffin's right in Pandora, the newest restaurant there. And again, like we really killed it with the food this time. We had really good experiences with our restaurant. So Mm -hmm. that was another one. The food was so good. Like so good. Way better than there. Yeah. 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 Way better than any other place in animal kingdom, in my opinion. So if you're a foodie, um, it is, it's more upscale. It's a little bit more expensive, but well worth it. Um, and it's not, it's not, too, it's not like weird food. The bread was crazy. Um, that it's, that's that, but it's, you know, free bread. So who cares? But that's yeah. good. It's one of those, like, you're either going to, lo- I can't even explain why it's like that, but there's, it's an ethnic bread and there's like a weird coating on it. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's very strong flavored. And so you're either going to love it or you're going to spit it out. Like there's no in between. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of funny to watch all of us go around and like try the weird bread. Um, (laughs) But the food was the food itself, like the entrees, none of them are especially super weird. So, you know, if you don't have like a very adventurous palate, there's definitely still stuff to eat there. I feel like that's why I stayed away from it because I, I, as much as I would like to have an adventurous palate, it's like, I would like to have an adventurous palate with somebody else's plate and try it (laughs) and then, you know, still get something easy for me. So, okay. I will, I think I'll try it next time. Yeah. I think like my, what I got was like a filet and mashed potatoes and vegetables, literally. Oh yeah. Um, But they serve it in like a fancy sort of gastro pub esque way where, you know, there's little tiny circular dollops of mashed potatoes on your plate versus just like, here's a glob, you know what I mean? Yep. And like, here's a little tiny like carrot we cut in a funny way. So it looks neat versus just like slapping carrots on your plate or something. So got it. Okay. But there's, and then there were, there were a couple other ones that were slightly more adventurous um, for people that like food. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. I will, I will try it. I'm challenging myself in 2020 to try a lot of different places. So mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's a good one. Do. Okay. 
All right. Um, and then was Karen still with you at this point? No. So we actually said goodbye to Karen right before we went into the restaurant. Um, we had done, we had started with Pandora, did all the things in the middle, and then we'd actually ended with Pandora. We did all the rides a second time and then said goodbye to her and then went into our dinner reservation. So uh, okay. that was the bummer. I was trying to get home because the being, you know, not having yeah. to worry about the transportation was really yeah. nice. Um, and then not had like, obviously to leave, we had to go all the way to the front of the park and then we took, oh, uh, yeah, so I know, hard. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we took a lift home instead yeah. of uh, bothering with the buses and things. So we didn't do the, I've never done the mini vans yet, um, mm-hmm. so, but we took a regular lift home. And so you know, they have a pretty good system there for ride sharing, you know, places in yeah. like designated areas within the parking lot. So it that was easy and we just jumped in a lift and headed back. Yeah, I find, I think Animal Kingdom for me is probably the easiest one with the lifts. So, because um, I've decided that's my life now and I, I don't do the buses unless <laughs> I have to. My, my friends kind of forced me to take the bus last time and I was like, oh. I have had great experiences with the bus and awful experiences with the buses. And I feel like it's not even just day to, it's It's always, I either have great Every day is great for a whole trip or every day is a nightmare. It's never just like I have a good day and then a bad day and then a good day. It's either like the whole trip was really great or the whole trip was awful. Right. Right. And like, I, that's exactly it. Like I've, I, we've had entire trips where I was like, Whoa, you know, you don't even want to say we're, we've gotten lucky with the buses because right. you don't want to like talk fate. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I would say I've never had anything like terrible, terrible with the buses, but I just don't like to wait for anything. Um, we got puked on once. <gasps> oh, like, wow. Not yeah. that long ago. <laughs> so and that, that was my terrible. family's last, uh, kibosh on the buses was yeah. after they got puked on they're like not doing that again yeah yeah well I will say disclaimer on all my times on the bus that's never happened <laughs> so that is a rarity but yeah I can understand why you would not want to be on a bus yeah um okay so that wrapped up that day then and then did you guys head home Monday or did you do a park we headed home Monday but we headed home Monday night so we we kind of left Monday as a flex day because we didn't know what we were going to want to do if we were gonna want to make it a pool day or if there was going to be you know a park that we wanted to go back to we did end up going back into Magic Kingdom but it was uh a little busy it was Columbus Day um Mm -hmm. so I don't think that's a, a a holiday that makes the parks terribly busy but it definitely was busier than I'm used to seeing it and we go you know, some pretty good peak times throughout the year. So even the rides I'm used to only seeing 15, 20, maybe 25 minute waits, like those were all 45, 50 minute waits. And then, you know, up from there. So lines were pretty long. Um, everything was pretty busy, but we, we had gotten, we'd grabbed a couple of fast passes again. Um, and we did a couple of, we did most of the big rides on the first day. So we had kind of said to Brayden, like, we're not going to do those other rides today. Um, yeah. So just, you know, be prepared because we're not going to spend our whole day waiting in line or, you know, waiting to go on two rides. So we did a lot of the littler ones and just kind of enjoyed our 
time walking through the park and hitting we didn't like we hadn't walked in any of the gift shops before so we did that a little bit and then um I had gotten managed to get a be our guest reservation for lunch so we went and ate lunch in the castle because and I got that with like less than 24 hours notice Mm -hmm. it just went in so that's what you know a lot of people log in right when reservations open which is a good idea um but if what you want isn't available that day or you can't get the reservation you want at some point it like hope is not lost we got literally everything that we wanted with some diligence on my part but we got everything in the hardest to get restaurants at really good times like normal eating times just by constantly checking so we did be our guest for lunch and the other thing I was super surprised by I don't understand why people are still not pre-ordering their food for be our guest that does not make sense to me because the line to order your food is so long I just you, want to yell at them. Like I just, <laughs> and if you pre-order it, you just walk right in and walk and right in. Walk to a register, pay for it, sit down. Like it's so easy and so quick. And I don't know if people just don't know they can do it, or they don't. You know, maybe they don't want to order ahead of time. They think like I don't want to. You know, I don't know what I'm going to want to eat. But, but we, you can literally order like an hour ahead yeah, of time. We yeah. pre-ordered that morning. So it was, yeah. it was, you know, a couple hours before, but it was still that day. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, yeah, and it's not like I, they have a huge menu. Like no. you can find somebody you like on the exactly. menu. You know? There's only yeah. a couple like options. So I was I just, I was shocked looking at the line and how long it was. I was like, why are people not pre-ordering their food? I think you probably save 30 to 45 minutes easy by by ordering and it's so simple I I don't I'm totally agree with you I don't understand I just I really want to yell at everybody in that line and and the reason I love be our guest for quick service is it's like the only quick service that's still kind of like a table service because Mm -hmm. I don't have to go stand in line to wait to order my food at a counter I can go sit right down at a table and you know, rest your feet and, you know, grab your drinks and just kind of hang out and look around while my food comes to me. But you, you like waste so much time and you're missing out on the best part of it by not pre-ordering your food. Right. And it's so easy to do. So thank you for saying that. I preach it every time I talk about be our guest on here. I just don't get it. Like, pre-order your food <laughs> seriously please, please. We're not I mean kidding. maybe not for us because we're you know like we're used to it and then the, that line gets longer but it's right just, it's just the most efficient use of your time and um I also like about be our guest um you got like real silverware which I really yes. like and it's just a it's like more of an elevated quick service experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, going back to what you were saying too, um, your best chances of getting dining reservations are the, at that 180 day mark or like 24 hours before, mm-hmm. or, you know, like that week before, cause people are tightening up their reservations and canceling things. And, um, so, so yeah, there, like you said, all hope is not lost. It's still very possible to get mostly whatever you want. I mean, I wouldn't like, you have to just have your expectation. Like you either are fine if you don't get it and surprised if you do get it type. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. You shouldn't definitely bet on it because if that's going to be the thing that ruins your trip, then 
chances are you'll probably not get them right (laughs) like how the universe works (laughs) exactly but you know there's no reason like I seriously just had the uh Disney dining like website up in the background like I kept a tab open on my internet browser and then every time I went to go do whatever on the internet it was up and I would it would remind me and I'd go oh I'll go and search real quick to see if it's there because it takes like 20 seconds and right you just and then I search exactly and then that's how I kept finding and some of them it's I don't know if, if if it is actually true but I feel like sometimes if I can just book something for whatever reason to modify the times mm-hmm. or the party number, yep, things come available easier than just a whole new reservation. So that's the other thing that I do is sometimes I'll just book something, even if it's one or two people short or it's like way later than I actually want to eat. Because worst case scenario, if it's still not right, you just cancel, cancel. it. Yep. Like it's not a big deal. So, but then to go in and modify it, I'm able to usually get all all the time. I, I, I can't even think like really a time when I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah. I think that's true with dining reservations. And I also think it's true with fast passes too. Mm -hmm. Like I grab it and then it's, I think it's easier to modify it than to search originally. And the fast pass system the other thing that I noticed that's very tricky is if you book a fast pass and then go to modify it. And if you search like I want an afternoon fast pass, it'll be like the first time available is 4 p.m. And mm-hmm. then if you search I want a 12 p.m. fast pass, magically that yep. same ride that said the earliest they had was four before, it's like here's a 1230. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. You're like, how did well, that doesn't make sense, but so I always have way better luck searching actual times through fast mm-hmm. passes versus just the blanket, like morning, afternoon, evening. Totally agree. I'm like, when I'm in there, when I'm, when I'm at the park, I'll like hit 12, nothing, you know, maybe nothing comes up. Then I'll hit one o'clock and then something else comes up. And, and um, yeah, so I, I agree with you. I just keep hitting the different hours and, mm-hmm. um, and you can really, I mean, you really can score some good ones and it's so, like it gives you like a high when it happens you're like yeah such a high it's there yes. especially when you get like a like a, a slinky dog or exactly. a, a seven dwarfs I mean that is like the ultimate high this is our Disney high <laughs> reservations yes we're hooked um okay wonderful I loved hearing about every bit of this um and then oh well I guess we didn't really finish but you guys finished your day at, at Magic Kingdom and uh and took off yeah then we headed back I think um, I like what you said about that Monday too, was that like, I mean, you didn't just, you didn't really have a lot of pressure to do much. So Mm -hmm. you could, you could just kind of enjoy things, you know, and that's, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah, it was even to, like I said, to take the time to go through and walk the gift shops and, you know, look at, you know, just, just walking around and looking at whatever and, and walking by a ride that had a quick wait time to just kind of jump on and, um, to grab some snacks from some places. Like it was nice to not have such a scheduled itinerary. Mm-hmm. Did you do country bear jamboree per chance? I did not. And every time I go, I mean to go on it because I really think my kids would think it was super funny. <sighs> That's it. We all have to go together and, uh, I'll take the kids. I'll be your Karen for the moment. <laughs> I'll take the kids. You'll be new Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really do want to go on that with them, though. 
I love it. You're not my favorite. Um, uh, okay. Well, that's something for next time. There's always yeah, something. There's always, yeah. that's what I laugh. People say, why do you go all the time? I'm like, you don't understand. A, everything changes all the time. Literally. Every yeah. time I go, stuff is different. Stuff is under construction. New stuff opens. Old stuff closes. It's always different. But B, you truthfully cannot do everything. You cannot see every show, every parade, do every ride. Uh, you just can't unless Mm-mm. you go every single day if you're local or something. Um, well, so, think about it, even with Karen. Like, yeah. you, I mean, you did what you wanted to, but you didn't do everything. No. You know? Yep. So even with somebody right there guiding you through everything, right. Able, you still can't. Exactly. I mean, that's as, as close as you're getting to, like, literally just all, like, a private park, essentially. Like, all access to whatever. Because mm-hmm. you, you're just getting a fast pass for anything that you want that you walk up to. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. The only other thing that I remembered about the Polynesian was I did not know this until I just went. So I did know the Polynesian has their own Dole Whip station at Pineapple Lanai, but I did not know that Dole Whip now has all kinds of crazy flavors. This is news to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a new thing or I just was oblivious before, but I thought like pineapple and orange and sometimes vanilla twisted in there that was about as crazy as it got and so we were walking we were waiting in line the first night and it was like today's special featured flavors are lime and lemon and I was like this is crazy yeah they're doing them kind of like seasonally now and trying different things limited time things and um yeah yeah it's it's newer though it is within the past few okay months. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. I'm not crazy then and yeah. the best way to eat a Dole Whip is to get the rum floater to put Ooh. on the Dole Whip if you've never done that before. I have never. No. Oh, yeah. I don't think Magic I've... Kingdom offers that yet, but no. Animal Kingdom does and Polynesian does. So they okay. give it to you in a little shot glass and it's a coconut rum. It's like Parrot Bay, I think. Um, uh-huh. A little floater that you can pour over it. And if you think Dole Whips were good before, if you <laughs> add coconut rum to it, they're even better. It's just like you're on an island. Exactly. <laughs> Floating <That's>... away. <laughs> so every night I would be running back to the room because they close at like 10 p.m. or something. So if <laughs> I was getting close enough to like right around that that 10 p.m. like deadline, I'd be like running back like, quick, get there before they close. I want my Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing over the children in the way. <laughs> There's also a new crazy bar. At, at Polynesian and I don't know what it's called but we happened to walk by uh one of the nights we were going back to our room and it was this like weird secret little like speakeasy bar I'll have not, to find out is what it's Trader called. Sam's no it's not oh, huh, it's okay. brand new and it was like the only reason I noticed it because it's very nondescript and it's very like hidden we we're walking down a hall and somebody walked out and the, when they walked out and opened the door, it was like that like blast of sound. And so we happened to like turn over and look inside and it was really cool looking inside. And then my parents looked it up when we got back to the room and it said it was new. Um, and I had homework due that night. Like I'm in a bunch of online classes. So I had homework due. So I couldn't go out to the oh. bar, which was a bummer. I had to sit in the room and do my homework. But Mm. it looked really fun so if anybody goes there have them tell you if it's fun or not 
because the next yeah. time I go, I want to go into this really cool hidden Polynesian speakeasy bar. Yeah, I, that's I'm gonna look it up and see because um, I don't think I've heard of it. So okay, I'll look it up. I'll put it in the show notes if I figure it out um, before we add this to the the podcast. So interesting. Okay, um, good. So you overall you loved the Polynesian and staying there and the access and everything. Yeah, you can't beat the access for the monorail resorts. And yeah, you know between, I mean, it, my opinion of the three. Um, that are actually on the monorail uh grand floridian is the most beautiful so if if like that's your thing if being on the grounds is your thing they also have really great restaurants so you know Mm -hmm. then that's where you should go the plus side for me for contemporary is walking distance to magic kingdom because that is arguably in my opinion the hardest park to get in and out of Mm -hmm. so and transportation is really annoying for that park so to be able to walk just in and out especially home awesome. at the end of yes. the night yeah. yep. yep that's the worst one for sure yep and yep, to, I agree. like your kids are passed out in the stroller and you don't have to like you know yeah. do anything with them you just push them home it's really nice um and then with the polynesian having access to walk to the transportation ticket center to do the epcot so again mm-hmm. like it's just you're cutting one step not having to wait for the monorail, which is always super busy and packed with people trying to get to Magic Kingdom to yep. like take that and then change and like walk down up and down ramps and then change monorails. So to be able just to walk straight yeah. to the transportation ticket center and hop right on the Epcot monorail, that's always my favorite part of staying there. Um, yeah. And then the boats for all of them are super nice and convenient. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You can't I mean, get think better than those three. <laughs> right. I think that's really what you're paying for. Because if I'm being totally honest, I don't think the Polynesian Hotel is like a whole lot nicer than like Coronado, for instance. I mean, it's nicer, but I don't think it's exponentially nicer to, you know, there's and there's a considerable price difference between the two. And I really think most of the price difference comes to down to the access to transportation options. Right. I think so, too. Like, you know, you're paying for that convenience of yep. being there. And, and the uh, uh, Polynesians do for a refresh and they're going to start um, refreshing the rooms and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that there is something to be said to be able to get that monorail or the boat yep. home at night and. Uh, you know, cut out, uh, you know, a certain amount of time. So I agree. And of course, it's a gorgeous, like the grounds are gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it cool. is. Pool's great, great restaurants. So good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, we just could chat about this all night. I, I know. Think. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I really appreciated your perspective on especially the, um, VIP tour because um you know that's that's the way to do it if you really want to you know cover things and especially because you had such a short trip and a last minute trip I mean you got so much more done than you would have been able to um you know without Karen I would definitely say it was I mean you can't argue that it isn't pricey but there's definitely like I think that was what we wanted to know is is there value in the cost Mm because nobody's going to argue that it's you know, not expensive, but we were wanted to know, is there value in that cost? Like, is it really worth it to do it? Is it, does it make enough of a difference? And I would undoubtedly say like a hundred percent, it absolutely made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Like you text me, like, 
I don't know that I can go back. I know. <laughs> to regular. Once you, once you do it that way, you're like, why can't we were joking? Cause she has, um, she had to scan her phone. That was like how we got in all the fast pass lines is our stuff was tied. She had like a special iPhone that scanned instead of your magic band. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we all, and they also give you these uh, VIP pins. So they were like, don't trade these away because you get special VIP pins that you can't get anywhere else unless you actually go on a tour. Ooh, and so, so, cool. so we were like, we were joking. They don't look like the ones that she was wearing, but we were joking that we were going to put one of those on and then steal her iPhone and just pretend <laughs> we were her like yes. after, after she left so we could have it for the rest of our trip and just be like, you know, we had to, we are, we got stuff on our, our plaid. They have to wear these like plaid outfits. These yeah, the plaid. Were, yep. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, yeah, you know, we spilled something. We don't have it on and here's our phone. Like, yeah, but I'm really caring. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I have the phone. I, it makes every, it makes all the difference. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, and you, I think you were telling me, I, we can be done, I think, but uh, you were telling me some interesting things um, too, as we were texting that, um, they, that Columbus weekend is pretty busy for them as far as the VIP tours go. Yeah. She so. said that that day they had 143 tours out. Um, and that Columbus day weekend was the second busy They're historically their second busiest tour booking weekend. Yeah. So it is, yeah, it's busy and it was worth it for you guys considering how busy the parks were. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, there's just a lot of value in it. So good. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And um, I can't wait to talk to you again whenever yeah. your next trip is. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be together. You, me, and Robin. In you, Disney. me, and Robin. Yes. She, she would love, we would all love it. We would have the best time. Oh, we would. Oh, snacks and everything. Yep. <laughs> I can picture Dole us whips now. with the rum. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to do it. I love it. Okay. Well, thanks again for taking some time to talk to me, Ashley. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Ashley. We both obviously have a love of Disney and both are very passionate about talking about it. Uh, We had a lot of fun talking. I hope you were able to kind of take away from it that it is possible, A, to plan a very last minute trip and B, how valuable the VIP guides are for your Disney World vacation, Uh, especially if you have a short amount of time or you've done last minute um, planning. That's one way to really knock out a lot of things. So uh, as always, if you'd like to follow along on Instagram or Facebook at Rebecca Enchanted, and also um, I would love to help you with any of your Disney vacation needs. Uh, It costs nothing more to go through me or to go through um, directly through Disney, but with me, you'll get all of my added expertise and guidance throughout your whole planning process, including helping you plan a VIP tour. Uh, I'll see you real soon. Thank you for listening.